This is definitively uncertain. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 27 of Definitively Uncertain. I am John Colbert, with me as always. Adele Colbert. And with us again... I'm Big James. Big James. <laughs> Hello. And uh, this is this episode's going to be triggered with Big James. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've got a bunch of mini topics because it was a... I didn't think we could do like a full half hour. Like we probably could, but it would just be a lot of me going, um... Mm. Yeah. You know, just fill in time. Yeah. So um, we got a bunch of topics. We'll we'll go through them, mm-hmm. see our opinions, and you know see if they're the same or if they're yeah. not. Or little disclaimer: if I start to get long winded, which I've known to do, you can just shut me down and go to the no, next man, topic. That's good. Uh, no man, We don't we don't have to let this go for five hours. We can. Yeah, I don't care. Oh, we can do whatever we want, sure, but yeah. I don't want to like hijack your show either. So no, we'll be, be good. good. All right, I think so. Okay. All right, so. Um, the first one, mm-hmm. maybe we should ask Adele about this one first. The first okay. one, women's rights. Mm. I believe that men and women should be equal, and that's pretty much my standpoint on it. Like, I don't believe that one's better than the other. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Just asking. But can I ask you, um, equal in what ways? Um... I've heard that wages is a thing, like uh, different wages between um, a woman doing a job and a man doing the same job. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I gesture. <laughs> yeah. She's um, slamming the table with her with the edge yeah, of her hand, already. like very, very passionately. And like, um, like politically too, uh, I think people should um, respect women's opinions the same as men, and I think it is better. But I still think there are some people who it's like you're a woman, you don't know what you're talking about. But there's always going to be those people. So. Do you find that you're learning more about that as you get older? Yeah. Yeah, because didn't you have a teacher or a principal? Yeah. That make comments. Yeah. Um, I tried to get a wrestling team uh, put into my school, and I talked to my uh, principal about it, and he just kind of shrugged me off and walked away. Hmm. Because, because it was a women's wrestling team that you wanted to put together? Yeah. Well, or did you want I, I just co-ed wanted... and just slam dudes? Yeah. yeah. I just oh. wanted a wrestling <laughs> team. Whoa. <laughs> Dad's over here. I hear slamming dudes. I'm not into that. I'm in more in a combative sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think you know that. You can say suplex. I don't care. Use the old school figure all right, four. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but like, I just, I wanted a wrestling team because um, it would help me with uh, jujitsu. And, uh, yeah, he totally shut me down. Interesting. Because I'm a girl who wants to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and I, th- I do think that those are important things that, you you know, we do need to we make progress on. I don't, I don't think that anybody should be um, gauging their responses to people based on things like uh, their gender. I think that's where equality comes in. Uh, equality is such a is a tricky word, man. It is mm-hmm. tricky because equality in what equality could mean it, it's it's not it's too broad of a brushstroke to <clears throat> to throw that word around like we need equality. Well, equality in what sense? Because people aren't equal. They're not. They're just not made equally. We're not built the same way. Mm-hmm. No two individuals are built the same way. So equality is never really going to be a thing. And in over this overarching sense that people use it in, you know, 
well, we'll all have jobs that pay the same and we'll all have uh, the same opportunities and we'll all have them. Like, well, it doesn't work like that. I, I will never have the same opportunities as uh, uh, some sort of super athlete, let's say, because I'm wildly out of shape and, and unmotivated <laughs> and undisciplined. So, and those things, you know, I'm just not built physically the same way as, as uh, a, a Kenyan runner, let's say. And so I won't have the same opportunities as him. I was going to say the mountain. Or the mountain, yeah. That guy is a genetic freak. Yeah. And he gets paid because... Because he of, a, he's a genetic freak. He yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy's over 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's solid muscle. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But, you know, if... I, I agree with that for the whole, you know, equality mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Because, you know, if he goes out and he's in armor in Game of Thrones... Yeah. He looks like the part where, you know, he's he, he he's a dominant guy. Adele could not play the mountain on Game of no, Thrones. No, 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 no. She, so she so should but angel. should she be given that opportunity? Because if we're talking about equality between uh, men and women, like it shouldn't. You know, there are a lot of people out there who would say it's her right to be able to audition for that same role. Yeah. But it's but let's be honest. You're not seven feet tall. Yeah. And you're not lifting cars over your head like a strong man. Yeah. You know, so you don't fit the role, yeah. right? Yeah. And that applies across the board for various things. And never mind people's interest in different things, too. I'm not interested in being the mountain from Game of Thrones. I don't yeah. want that job. Mm-hmm. I would rather do things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Just as I'm sure, as I'm sure that you, either of you would. Mm-hmm. The one thing I don't like about... Oh, okay, this is going to sound bad, but... Okay. Just bear with me. The one, the, one thing, the one thing I don't like about women's rights is the people that piggyback onto it, mm-hmm. like the feminists, and all of a sudden it's women's rights because men are pieces of shit. You know what I mean? I don't like, agree with that. Though. No, and I'm not saying you do, but yeah. I'm just saying from my point, you got to watch out to there's there's a line where there's women's rights, and then it gets into racist against anything with a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, that's... And I'm just being honest here. Yeah. And it's the same way. Like, the other the other flip of the switch is men's rights. Yeah. You know? And right now, men don't really have any. Like, mm-hmm. everyone gets offended on something I do or say. Or I can't, I can't say anything mm-hmm. because I offend someone. You know? And to me, that kind of bugs me. Well, there's this notion that because you're in a position of privilege that you're as a white man that you couldn't possibly understand the experience of anyone that's not you but by that rationale like the people don't like to think of that as a two-way street right there's no way adele could ever understand your experience because she's not you either yeah Mm -hmm. so there's different there's different experiences being had and i mean that's true across the board but that doesn't mean intellectually adele can understand like well i i understand that when you speak up, people will just ignore what you have to say because you're a white man. Intellectually, she can understand that, right? Mm-hmm. But the you know those intellectual facets are out the window as far as um, a lot of these um, champions of social justice will uh, will 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 express. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter that uh, because you're because you're in this position of privilege that you don't need to understand we'll just tell you what our experience is like and you have to accept that no matter what and apologize if we did anything wrong for yes. it 
which see. that's the part that bothers me. Mm-hmm. So I think my issue with the uh, the segregation with uh, women and men is that say um, uh, we'll use the wrestling team as an example. If a boy would have gone up and asked him, he would have been down for it because he was in a he was in a wrestling team and he expressed his interest to me already. But he completely shut me down. But if I was a boy and I went up and I was like, hey, I own a wrestling team, he would be like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. That's what it... Do you know that for sure? Yes, because a boy asked for a wrestling team and he looked into it. So this is fascinating though because people like that, that level of ignorance can be exploited by you. So if you know that about him... Then you could rally the people in your school yeah. that you know would elicit the response that you're looking for out of him. Mm-hmm. You could basically manipulate the outcome you want from a man like that because he's ignorant and stupid. <laughs> you could just get some some guys in your in your school to be like, we want uh, a, a wrestling team, but mm-hmm. we think we should also have a co-ed wrestling. Like we should have two, a men's and a girls team so that we could really be competitive in the like we can go to other schools and compete, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is. You can exploit. A, a person like that leaves himself open to that kind of exploitation because yeah. you know his, his behavior is predictable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's where real change will start to happen. I don't I don't know that it'll always be like that. I don't know that it'll people be people like that forever. They will always like think of women as lesser humans or whatever the case may be, but just know that you can, you can exploit people like that. If they're mm-hmm. that transparently biased, mm-hmm. then you can exploit that for your own personal gain. Another sure. thing is I want to be... Uh, a surgeon when I'm older and if I'm doing the same quality of work as a man who's doing my same job I expect to be paid the same yes I expect to be paid uh, based on the job I do I (laughs) rather than uh, (laughs) rather than if I'm a girl or a boy yes and so I, I would like to shed some light on that and you know there's a lot of contradicting evidence I don't I don't think that when people say that there's a wage disparity, I don't think that means like if you take two surgeons that they're making different wages each and offering the exact same service. I don't think that that's a hundred percent true across the board. I don't think women, I don't think that's where the the wage gap is, is becoming a factor. Again, I might be speaking out of turn because I haven't done a ton of research on this, Mm -hmm. but from what I've read and from what I understand, it is, um, it is more in line like the wage disparity when you cross, when you use these, again, these broad brushstrokes of gender, like women and men, yes, by and large, women will make less than men, but that's because of the professions they're choosing, because they take um, time off work to have children, because they biologically need time off to be able to to give birth to a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, those things, and so the, the, all of those these various factors um, come into play when it comes to um, this wage disparity, because you're looking at like just if you look at the numbers, like let's say. That one, women by large, let's say, I'll just throw out a number, like they make like $50,000 and men are making 70, mm-hmm. you know, $70,000 on average per year. It's like, well, right, but what are those women doing for a living? Are they willing to do overtime? Are they willing to relocate for work? Are they starting families? Are they career-minded? Are Like, is the money what's important to them in their career ambitions? Mm-hmm. These are all various factors. So it's not, I don't think that it's just like, well, there's a conspiracy. There's men, like, twirling their mustaches, like, guess what we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to make it so that women make less money than us. So they'll always be, they'll always need men. I don't think that that's the case. Yeah. But that is not to say that those men don't exist. They do exist out there, but... Now, there's another thing, too, that mm-hmm. you got to look at, too. 
and you look at big Fortune 500 companies and the amount of money that is made up there, majority of them are men mm-hmm. that, that own those big CEO companies. And what they do is they average it out. So, so there's so many CEO women, but there's this many men that are CEOs also. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where you see the wage gap too in averaging. Mm-hmm. The other thing, you go down to the bottom, right? And I say bottom, I just mean wage-wise. I don't mean like the bottom. The value yeah. of their work. Yeah. yeah. But you look at waitresses, right? And then you look at guys and they'll tend to try to go into something that's going to make them more money mm-hmm. because they don't... Waitresses, they make less of a wage, but they make it up on tips, mm-hmm. right? I, for the most part. I'm yep. not saying that they all do, but yep. that's how they try to bring their wage back up. And most of the time, well, for a long time, they didn't have to claim their tips for a long time. And, and even now there's a lot of um, fudging of the numbers as yeah. far as how much tips uh, come in. Yeah, how much you actually made, right? So there's not an accurate thing there. But if you have an 18-year-old girl that's a waitress, she makes this amount of money because she chose to be a waitress. You got an 18-year-old guy that decides he's going to go out and landscape. He makes $6 an hour more. Well, yeah, it's a wage gap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's money there that isn't being seen you know, yeah. from waitresses. Because I used to work at bars, and I knew girls that made $300 in tips. Did oh, they claim yeah, it? Seen, Not a chance. I've seen crazy disparity as far as... Um, how much more money women can make in the service industry than yeah. men. Yeah, 100%. I've seen women make very, very large amounts of money in a short amount of time yeah. working in the service industry. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the thing, though. And that that's part of the wage gap, too, right? Yep. So when, when if a woman starts, I'm not going to, not all women, but there's some women out there, feminist yep. women that are like, the wage gap is too far, you know, we don't make enough, this and that. They average it all out, and then they make the numbers work for them to make it look like this is the agenda. Yeah. Right? When in reality, it's two different fucking people doing two different jobs. And, like, I get that. They're for sure trying to make things worse than they actually are. Yeah, always. They make things seem worse. That's news. So that, yeah, exactly, so that they get what they want. Yeah. That's, that's just the way it is. So on the men's rights part. Yeah. I wanted to talk a bit about um, more of the family part, men's rights on family. Okay. Wise. Because. Um, well, this is where you start to see the biggest disparity in, you know, in, in regards to men's rights. Because, like, let's be honest, men's rights is not really a thing. No. You know what I mean? Um, but men do get the short end of the stick when it comes to things like custody and, and family, when it comes to family law. The, the courts and the, the system is designed definitely in favor of women. because and, and not without reason, though, if we're being honest. No. I think there's a lot of bad guys out there yeah. who treated their families very, very poorly. And so the courts are like, well, let's, you know, let's get this over with. You're not fit to be a father. The kid's going with the mom. End of story. That and you look at father. Not always the case. You look at father and mother and you think mother more nurturing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's, it's just, it's been bred into us. Yeah. Because mothers stayed at home for the longest time, mm-hmm. and they took care of the kids. So to try to even well, it go also came that out stigma. of that person's body, and they yeah. had to, and that they that that tiny human relied on that woman for everything. Yeah, from the second it came out, right. But that's another part too that about like men's rights mm-hmm. that 
um, a lot of people don't think of, right? Mm -hmm. Women's rights. I believe a woman should be able to do anything she wants with her body. Mm. And, you know, if she gets pregnant, ultimately, she's the one that decides whether or not she wants to keep the baby or not. Mm -hmm. But in that situation, just say, you know, I'm me being me. Mm -hmm. uh, All of a sudden, you know, a woman gets pregnant and then she goes, I'm going to get rid of it. I can't say anything. Right. Even if I was like, no, keep the baby, you know, and I'll just take the baby. You know, I don't, I don't have any rights to that because it's in her body. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a really unfortunate thing because I think there's a lot of good guys out there mm-hmm. that had, that didn't have a chance to be a father because of that situation, which mm-hmm. really sucks. For sure. You know, but at the same time, you have to realize that it is the woman's body. She's going to have to, she's she's growing a baby inside of her for fuck's sakes you know mm-hmm. like your body's changing it's doing all this you know it and if if you really don't want it then you that's know a, what I that's mean? a big ask yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah. but that would probably be something i would ask especially if it wasn't working out like if the situation wasn't working out i would probably ask i'd probably be like you know i'll take the baby you don't have to do anything but you do have to do something like for nine months like mm-hmm. you know what i mean that would be a thing but um, for me to ask that of, of a woman, that is a huge, people would lose it. Mm-hmm. They, would, they would be like, how dare you even ask that? And it's like, well, you know. The, well, yeah, men, yeah. yeah, men's thoughts are often discounted in those scenarios. You know, um, if, if a, it takes two to create a child. Yeah. And, I mean, for now anyway. So yeah. the... You know, it's uh, it's often dismissed that like maybe a man is going to feel some kind of way about the outcome of this situation, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a man's going to be like, "Well, I, maybe I maybe I maybe I want the child," yeah, mm-hmm. and and or maybe I'm going to at least have a, an emotional reaction to the loss of this child that I th- this potential child, yeah. You know, it's like, well, what does what does it matter to you? You don't have to carry it. Like, well, no, but what you know. I took part in the creation of that being mm-hmm. or that potential being, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying I should have any kind of right over whether or not that child is born. Yeah. But I don't think that my feelings on the topic should be discounted either. For well, sure. That's what I thought too. Just but, acknowledge. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You know? talk. Yeah. But that's the thing though too is like, you know, if, um, it, it can't be an easy choice for a woman mm-hmm. to, to either way. Mm-hmm. You know, either you're, either you, you know, you're raising the kid, or you know, you're you're not. Like it's that it's it's, it's not an easy. I, I know I'm simplifying yeah. it, but it's not an easy thing. But for a guy too, you know, like that's the yeah. thing is that it's, it's it gets a lot of focus on the woman, and kind of lesser on the man, mm-hmm. right? But there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, fuck you, you know, like it's not. It's not your choice anyway. All you did was not wear a condom, you know, or whatever. And they kind of dismiss it like it's yeah. not a thing. But it is. It is mm-hmm. a thing. For, for if you're a decent human being anyway. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah. So um, I have a question. So uh, women get time off of work um, after they have the baby because they have to heal. And, uh, like, they get to see their, their kid, right? And uh, I'm not sure. Do do men get that? I don't think so. So yeah. in Canada, you can split yeah. it. I think there's a you get a year, however many months it is. Is that it? Um, 
And then you can split it between the husband and the wife, the father and the mother. I think it actually went up now. I think okay. it's even more than a yeah. year. So I think, but yeah, I think whatever the allotted amount of time is, you can split it however you like between the parents. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in Italy, um, the mom and the dad both get two years off to experience the first two years wow. of their kid's life. That's awesome. They are a very family-based country. Yeah. But the other thing, too, yeah. is it's not just um, to heal and stuff like that for a yeah. mom. It's the bonding experience, mm. right? Like that's for sure. The, it's crucial, yeah. Yeah. And like, and the, even the government recognizes that, right? Because yep. it's healthier for the baby. Well, and, not all governments, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean our government. Sure, yeah. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's enough that, you know, yeah. they, they realize it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's more, it's... You know, because healing-wise, you know, probably, I don't know, like a month, six weeks, something like that. Yeah. You're probably starting to feel better. Better. Yeah. Right? Because I've, know, I've known some women, though, that have, like, had the baby and wanted to go right back to work. Like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. this <laughs> this little thing's going to cost money. I need to get back out there. You know? Like, yeah. And, or career-minded individuals, yeah. too. That becomes a thing as well. What, what do you think about that, though? Do you think... Have you noticed any kind of disparity as, as far as, I mean, people your own age or um, that in their opinions on this topic about men and women? And then uh, there is... Especially the, in regards to the rearing of children. Um, I... Like, uh, the people I surround myself with are very, like... They don't really care um whether like what you identify as or what you are biologically they don't care they're just like if you're a decent human being you're cool (laughs) that's kind of what it is but um I don't really talk about like this kind of stuff with my guy friends because they get very uncomfortable very quickly they don't like talking about it um but like with my girlfriends we'll we'll talk about it and uh a lot of them think that um, both parents should be home and uh, bonding with their kid, and it'll be healthier for the family as a whole if they're both there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you given any thought to whether or not maybe one day you want kids? I, I, right now, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how I'll feel in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like school and university right now. I don't know if... I don't, I don't know. I don't know yet. I know that... I just, I, the only reason I ask is I know that for some people, it's from a very young age, they get this desire to... Hear a whining dog in the microphone. <laughs> they get this desire to to, to raise children, have a family. And I know yeah. that's, I, I've never felt that way. And my wife has never really had those feelings either. But we know plenty of people who, from, from childhood, were like, oh, I can't wait to be a mom or can't wait mm-hmm. to be a dad or can't wait to have a family. And I've never felt that way. I have a friend who already has names picked out. Oh yeah, you see what well, that's a good point. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like she wants she wants kids, and she like has like three names for each gender, and like some like gender neutral names if they don't know. Like mm-hmm. she's like yeah. That's... Well, how is she gonna know? Is she gonna wait until they decide what they are before she names them? They're no, just gonna be guess not. babies. Names? She's gonna have some babies. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> gonna be blank. No babies. Babies. Baby. Unknown one, unknown two. It's time for dinner. <laughs> Boy, girl, what was that movie with the? Is it the where they can't look at the where the blindfolds? Bird was, box. Bird box. Yeah. Boy, girl. That's the name. The I kids didn't the even movie. watch that. It's yet. a good movie. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's really good. There is so many memes and stuff about it. I just never watched it. Yeah, I was no, like, it's worth watching. It's great. Is it? Yeah, it's very entertaining. That's cool. <laughs> so we kind of jumped in between the two. So um, there was one in the middle there. 
uh, abortions. And what do we think about them? You know, for a long time, I I had this idea in my head that no child of mine would ever be aborted, you know. And then again, you grow up and you realize that you have absolutely no say in this matter at all whatsoever. And, and I think, you know, yes, rightfully so. There's no... You know, you can't ask, you can't be like, listen, you need to have this baby. You just give it to me afterwards. I'll take it. If you don't want the baby, I'll, I'll take the baby. But I have no right to ask somebody to go with all the risks that are involved in, in pregnancy and childbirth and everything else and to ask that of someone else. So I have no say in it. Um, but would you even ask? Or mm-hmm. like if, you, if the conversation came up and she's like, I don't really know. I don't know if I want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're and you were like, I would take the baby. Well, yeah. If you if someone was asking my opinion, yeah, I would have. I would yes. I would be like yes. You know, I'll raise the child. Yeah. You know, I'll take responsibility for this 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 situation that we're in because I took part in the creation of this child, right? But if if my opinion was not asked, I would not volunteer it. No. No. See, I'm I'm a little more vocal. Again, I, would, I just, I, I just wouldn't feel be like, like I wouldn't be like, "How dare you?" You mm-hmm. know, I'd be like, "So, what do you want to do here?" And if yeah. she was like, "No, I don't want it," I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah. You know, like you got to respect it, right? That's, sure. And that's the way I look at it. But that that doesn't mean that I wouldn't be bothered. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like me myself, because I'd be like, "Man, you know, that's a kid." You know, for me, that's mm-hmm. my that's kind of my kid. You know, yeah. like it's it's uh, I think it's a thing. But at the same time, you don't. You never really seen yourself as a dad. No. And for the longest time, I didn't either. I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna. If I'm a dad, it's gonna be fucking horrible." Like I really thought that in my head. You really, really dialed that wrong. You turned <laughs> yeah. out pretty good as a dad, I think. Not bad. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, um, I never thought about even having kids until I met Andrea. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Andrea said that she wanted kids, and I was like, I could see myself with kids with her. Yeah. You know, and that was kind of a. That's sort of where I'm at now too. It's a definite turning point in my life. Yeah, I you have you have to be with the right person to, to want to make it work. You, you do. What about you, Adele? How do you uh, feel on the topic of abortion? I think Dad's um, opinions are way too overlooked in situations, in like in certain situations, because um, if like it's accidental and the the dad wants it like obviously like he's not carrying it but i think like there are some women who would just go and get it done and never tell him yeah and i don't think that's right i think that if if you get pregnant it's you should talk about it like i'm like there are extenuating circumstances for everything sure but if it's like a couple and uh the woman gets pregnant and i think I think uh, the uh, the other partner should be told. And I think, do we all agree, though, that like we shouldn't be shutting down abortion clinics, right? I don't think so. No. no. Give people the option. Choice. I think so. Yeah. And I th- it, oh, it drives me crazy. Did you see that big the sign sh- on the highway? Oh, well, they have, they have there's a truck that drives around Calgary. It's like a signage. It's just a big truck with signs on the side with, with these giant graphic images of aborted fetuses on the side of the truck. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. You know, I don't think there's any need for that. And I've seen plenty of um, anti-abortion protests. Um, I I don't agree with any of that. Give people the choice. 
you know, if you don't want, if you don't believe in abortion, you don't want, that's fine for you, but you can't be taking that, that choice away from mm-hmm. other people with different circumstances and different situations. And shaming them. And shaming them, yeah. Because, like, like aborting uh, a child is not an easy decision as is, but, like, like you said with the truck, like, that's not making it any easier. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make it easy to, like, keep or abort the kid. Or, or even to keep keep a level head about the decision. Right. If you try to shame, like, you know, you were saying, John, to, to shame someone into to making, I mean, that's not an, a, a good way to make a choice. I don't think when so. When you're under this emotional duress of, like, you've already got this thing growing inside you and you're, like, then you've got people trying to make you feel one way or another about it. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to make a decision when all these emotions are being, or coursing through your veins. Like, that's not a, a way to make any kind of choice. And based on your life. Yeah. Not, not their lives. Yeah. You know, and and that's the thing is that they make you feel bad and they keep it. Their life goes on the same way. Mm-hmm. Yours doesn't. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not thinking of that at all. They're just thinking, yep, chopped up another one. Yeah. You know, you're just another number like to them. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand it. To me, it's one of those things where it's like everybody's life's different. Yes. You know, like you can't you can't sit there and fucking judge someone just because you saw them yeah you know you saw them walk into an abortion clinic no, you have no idea what their circumstances no. are you didn't know people what people like happened. to think it's one way or another mm-hmm. yeah. and really there's just like there's so many different possibilities there's so many different circumstances that people are put in uh that can lead to like like walking into that abortion clinic there's so many different uh things that could have happened or things like you know yeah circumstances change from person to person absolutely and i don't think it's right to judge without knowing abortion is a very case-by-case topic i think i agree and i think people should have the choice yeah nice we all kind of agreed on that one yeah cool all right next one ethnic rights I was about to make a joke there and decided against it because this is the internet. Yeah. (laughs) But my my immediate reaction was to make a joke. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, somebody else start this one then. We'll start without a joke. Okay, so um, ethnic rights for me, the way I look at it, it's people's cultures and stuff like that. And I believe that everyone should have their beliefs and but i now see this is this is a conservative side coming out of me a little bit Mm -hmm. because i believe that if it affects canada Mm -hmm. if it affects in here like if i go out and uh you know i i've done it like I, i i went and worked for a place and two days two times out of the day people would just stop and pray mm-hmm. and i was like oh did we get to have a break and the guy was like no go back to work and i was like well, why the fuck do they get to sit there then mm-hmm. he's like well they're praying that's a religious belief well my religious belief is fucking caffeine i want to go get a coffee <laughs> you know but at the same time i'm like i don't know like they pray for sometimes 15 20 minutes at a time right mm-hmm. and i'm looking at it like you have a right to do that but you're also getting paid mm-hmm. the same i am and I've got to keep fucking schlubbing away yeah. like an asshole. And to me, I'm like, I don't like it. To me, if you have that belief, then that's fine. But should you be paid for it? 
Because you're well, at work? I feel the same way about smokers. Yeah, I well, I definitely feel the same way about smokers. I, I would much rather see someone get paid for 15 minutes of prayer than 15 minutes of smoking. Yeah. Um, especially because you can, you know, these are deep. There's different facets of of any religion. There's the uh, traditions and uh, there's the ethics and values, and <clears throat> then there's faith. And the traditions uh, are what pe- people pay a lot of attention to. You know, they pray at certain times of day. It becomes part of your day, you know, part of your routine and part of your life. And it's an, it's an important part of the religion. So it's one of the three main pillars of any religion is the, is the traditions. Yeah. You know, um, the reason you have Saturdays and Sundays off is because, you know, of religion. Sundays were the day of rest, you know what I mean, so to speak, in the Christian religion. And so that's why we all have Sundays off, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, not all of us, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's why that became sort of the, the calendar that most of the Western world uses to, to work by, mm-hmm. you know? So I have, no, I have no real issue. But when it comes to things like learning the language, if you're in another country, it helps to, to, be, to be willfully ignorant of the, la- the native language in the country you're living, I think is foolish. Um, you, you, but this is Canada. You have every right not to learn English or French if you'd like to. You know, but that doesn't mean your, life is, your quality of life is going to be as good yeah. here. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know French very well. I've tried. And to be honest with you, um, I come from very racist family when it comes to French, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, my grandfather hated French people mm-hmm. because he always thought that they were talking about him. And, yeah. You know, they probably was, were. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> just no, no, they probably were. They probably were. <laughs> but, like, to the point where, like, okay, we drove from Ontario to New Brunswick, and then my dad got turned off a road. And I was probably, like, 14, 15 at the time. And my dad says, can you ask that guy how to get back onto the highway? And the guy was just watering his lawn, right? And I was like, excuse me, you know, we're just trying to get back on the highway. Can you tell me? And he didn't even say a word to me. He just lifted up his hose and sprayed inside the car in Quebec. And I was like, you little fuck. And I got so mad. I was 15. I jump out of the car and the guy's ready to fight. He wasn't backing down. The guy was like 70 years old. And I'm trying to jump out of the car. And my dad grabs a hold of me and keeps going. He's like, no, man, that, that old guy probably would have fucked you up. He was ready to fight. Like, he's going to spray you with a hose. Guarantee yeah. he's ready to beat you with it, too. You know? That is such a Quebecois thing to do, too. Just spray a kid in the face with a hose. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Tu parles en français, yeah. And that's it. He didn't say yeah. shit. But, yeah. But I know that you're you're fluent in French. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and... Obviously, I'm not racist because we're friends. Clearly. Right? Well, I'm not French, though. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> I was raised Anglo, but I learned English. I learned French in school and uh, socially. Yeah. Um, and my French is not perfect. I'm definitely... It's getting rusty living out here. Is it? There's less French, for sure. Yeah. I've noticed a difference speaking to my French friends and stuff like that. But, um, but different... Okay, so back to the ethnic rights-wise... Mm-hmm. Um, there was the guy that became the Mountie. I was going to The Mountie police. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. All right, bring it up. Go ahead. So um, he's of the Sikh faith. Yeah. And he wears a turban, which is not traditional RCMP uniform. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually wrote about this in an, the other day in a three-source response uh, for social. And on one end of the spectrum, you can think, that's not Canadian. That's... You should be wearing uniform. You knew the uniform was part of the job. 
and that's that's Canada, right? It's an iconic. It's it's an iconic part of Canada. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a symbol of Canada, right? Mm-hmm. And then Should on, we hang on? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Should we pause for a second? And <laughs> deal? So, so he wanted to join the, the Mounties, yeah. and and but did not want to uh, forfeit his right to wear the turban, right? Or, or the knife. There or the a, knife. There was right. a ceremonial knife that came with it, right? Yeah. So. You know, there's this there there is a picture of all the graduates, right? And then he was there, and it, it just stood out, right? And yeah. fucking Canadians got outraged, mm-hmm. right? Like that was the thing. But on the other end of the spectrum, you could say that that's one of the most Canadian things you could see because we're including other cultures and other religions into our icons, right? So you can look at it from both sides. You can look at it as that's not Canadian at all. You should be wearing the uniform, or you could look at it as we are in inclusive culture where what the term is in my class is a cultural mosaic, right? In as opposed to the boiling pot of the US, right? So you could look at it as we're including our like our cultures into our icons and diversifying and adapting. But then when does it stop being Canadian? Well this is this is that's a really good question, man. Yeah. I, I don't think that here, here's my take on it. If you're going to wear a turban, if you're going to join the RCMP and you want to wear a turban, the turban just better match the the uniform. It better be part, make it part of your uniform. I don't want to see a yellow turban over the red surge or whatever that they wear. Like I want to see a matching turban. I want if you just be part of your if you're joining an organization, join the organization. Mm-hmm. You know, bring your culture with you because that enriches the organization. Yeah, absolutely. Just the way these people come to Canada and enrich. Canadian culture, and I get to eat all the most delicious foods. <laughs> just the best, you know. Like you know, you did. You guys did a podcast where you mentioned this acculturation versus a cultural appropriation, right? Yeah. The, you know, I I don't know that a turban is where I would draw the line. So so long as if you join that organization, your turban matches the uniform of that organization. You know, it, I want it to match. You got to look squared away. You, I, I've got a lot of thoughts about law enforcement in general, but you've got to you've got to be you got to be part of the team. You're right. joining a yeah. team. That's and if you but if you come to Canada and there's another thing because Sikhs don't want to wear motorcycle helmets. Well, that was I was going to bring it up. And I saw I did not know that. I saw a funny meme. I think it was just in Ontario where this became like a point of contention, but they didn't want to wear uh, helmets. They wanted to ride motorcycles and still be able to wear their turbans and they can't wear a helmet with a turban. And I saw a meme of this from I don't know, maybe you're too young to remember Rocky 4 Adele, but there was um, Ivan Drago the this Russian this badass Russian guy who was he was like he killed the man in the ring in the boxing ring and he was just this super he was like a robot tough guy mm-hmm. and he was like he's there's a line in the movie where he's like if he dies he dies yeah. you know yeah. that's sort of how I feel like you want to ride a motorcycle without a helmet and you that's foolish number one if you because motorcycle accidents are no joke mm-hmm. but if you want to do that go ahead see where I was like. When I saw it, I was like, if you want to do that, move to fucking Arizona. Yeah. Because in Arizona, it's legal. You, yeah. you can wear no helmet and fuck off down the road. Mm-hmm. But it, if it's because your culture is making you unsafe, mm-hmm. I think we draw the line there where it's like, no, you you need to wear shit that's going to save yeah. your life. You know, like that's it's it's no different than anyone else. And the fact that, you know, if I wrapped a towel around my head and said no no i'm supposed to wear this Mm -hmm. you know so i can't wear a helmet 
no, I'm going to fucking jail. Like, you know, I'm getting a ticket. Yeah. They're taking my bike. Mm-hmm. There's no other question about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to sound rude, but at the same time, I'm a white guy. I can't do that. Yeah. You know, there's, and to me, it's just, there's certain parts where it's like, okay, we're telling you this so that way you'll still be alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because honestly, if he gets in an accident and he lives and he's a vegetable, I'm paying for him for the rest of my life because mm-hmm. he decided he didn't want to be safe. Yeah. Right. I understand that. I, I, I do, and I do understand that argument, but I feel like we're paying what we're paying for our health care regardless. You know what I mean? There's there's always going to be people who take advantage of, of oh, the health care system we have right now. There's stupid people no matter what color they are. Yeah. So but. if they die, they die. I mean, isn't our <laughs> national defense minister a Sikh gentleman? Yeah. And he fought overseas in Afghanistan, and I wonder, did he wear a helmet on the battlefield? That's a good question. I, I'm really curious now, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't, I mean, if you want to walk into the battlefields of Afghanistan without a helmet, you're going to get what you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you want to join the Canadian Armed Forces, and you're going to, again, if you're going to wear a turban, it better match your uniform, you know, because you, you're part of that team, and you've got to make it match, you've got to make it look good. Yeah. If that's the headgear you want to wear, and you don't want to wear a helmet on the battlefield, that's, that's up to you, but... I wouldn't advise it. Yeah. But if that's how far you're willing to take your religion, then fine. Go for it. That's how I feel about it. That's kind of crazy uh, to me, Another though. thing just... on the uh, on the topic of uh, of uniform, uh, there, was, uh, there was a girls uh, lacrosse team, I think it was, and one of uh, the students on the team were, uh, wore a, uh, I don't know what it's called for women, but uh, a head, it. like a headdress kind of thing, mm-hmm. like it. Like head to toe. No, like it covers um, just their head and their hair, and then under their neck. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar. I'm ignorant of the terms as well. But a headdress of some kind. Yeah, yeah. but it was sports administer. Like, like uh, I think Nike makes that um, specific. Uh, headdress Head, yeah. for sports. Okay. So she was wearing a sports regulated headdress. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tournament they went to um, said no because she was wearing the headdress. See, that's foolish to me. I think so too. Like, I, there's there's certain beliefs and stuff like that, but um, I don't know. There's There's times where I see us kind of bending as a country. And I go, it's not going to be fucking Canada anymore if we just keep doing this. Like, but isn't that what Canada always, has always been, though? Yeah, well, I, I is, agree, Is a constant because, bending and shaping and evolving? Yeah. But see, and, and the other thing is, is that, um, you know, it, it's my view. But at the same time, if you look at the view from a First Nations, right, it's fucking changed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's bent. It's broken, you True. know? And, you know, that's that's a thing, too, where it's like, you know... If I sat there and I was like, man, you know, Canada is just changing so much, you know, you're not even going to see it. And I'm talking to a First Nations guy. He's going to be like, yeah, fucking tell me about it. You know, (laughs) for sure. Right. It's all from different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. definitely a different perspective. Right. But there's just I don't know. It just gets to a point where you start looking at it and you're like, you know, everything that you grew up and kind of loved. And like, you know, I had friends, different ethnic backgrounds when I grew up, you know, and I went to their place. And it was cool to see the cultures and stuff like that. And it just seemed like, um, you know, when I went home, you know, it was like, oh, man, it's so different. Like, mm-hmm. everything's so different. Like, you know, food's different. The way that they talk is different. The way that how they act is different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I had some friends, different ethnic backgrounds. 
that were like, you know, no, fuck you, dad. And I was like, oh, my God. My dad would punch me right in the mouth if I said that, you know, mm-hmm. like just a kid, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, and they're, you know, and they're jumping around and they're doing this. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, but, you know, to them, that's just, that was just life. And it was like, you know, the grandfather and the, like, that was the other thing, too, was seeing so many, uh, so much family in one, in one household. Mm-hmm. That was weird to me, too. Like, it was, you know, I grew up and it was my siblings, my mom, and my dad. That was it. You know, like, grandparents didn't live with you, you know, and stuff like that. So it was kind of weird to see all that stuff. Yeah, I think for me, I guess where I draw the line is, um, is, is does your religious belief, is it harming anyone else? You know, like, if you, if, if you can harm your wife and children in the name of your religion, yeah. and you come to Canada where that's not allowed, I'm going to have something to say about it. What about multiple wives? Well, that's I have no issue with that. It's, no. If they're not, if they're all being treated fairly and equally and nicely, and that's how they want to live, by all means, but go the, to town. But the Canadian law doesn't allow it. They, I, they I think won't, yeah, they only polygamy recognize. is a whole other topic. But yeah, the, but but it's something that ethnic cultures sure. Is. But they're not hurting anybody. No, so it doesn't bother me. Okay. Right, it, unless the, the their that situation is creating. Which I mean, polygamy, polygamy is a whole podcast on its own. But it is the if if it's a healthy polygamist in household, and everybody's happy and enjoying one another's company and everything's fine. I'm happy with that. If you are using polygamy to lord over women like and children like you're the king of yeah. the castle, then now I've got a problem. If you're abusive and things like that. Uh, in the name of your religion, then I I take issue with it. If your religion, if your religious beliefs don't affect me in any way, um, and you don't, and and ba- basically all you're really doing is is adding to our value as a nation, I'm f- I'm fine with it. So, so harm. turbans, cool. Yeah, if you're harming someone else, fuck you. Someone else. Yeah, if okay. you're harming yourself. Do whatever you want. You want to ride a motorcycle without okay. the helmet? That's, Go to town. Uh, that's what I was going to ask because you were like, you know, if you're harming someone, I'm like, well, if you harm someone helmet, else, yeah. If you're har- that's if you, again, it. it's foolish. If you want to make, if you want to lobby to the point where you're like, I really want to have a traumatic head injury, <laughs> and I'm going to take this to the Ontario government so that I have the right to have this head injury. Whatever, man. Yeah. That's where you want to focus your energy. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Here's our next one. You ready? I'm ready. Physician-assisted suicides. Mm. Yeah. Interesting you would mention this today. I got news that um, my father's aunt has gotten approval for physician-assisted suicide. Really? She had a stroke recently. She's not doing well. Um, I don't know if I should probably be talking about this on the on a podcast, but it just it's just funny that you mentioned it because it did happen to come up today, yeah. earlier today, where she's gotten approval to do this, and I think uh, at the end of the month she will be uh, going through with that. And I found I didn't even know that that was legal in Canada. Yeah. You know, there's actually a case that happened in Canada where it's been the first couple oh. that actually got approved. And the wife was terminal. And they've been together for, I think it was, it was over 60 years. Mm. And they actually approved it because he said, I've spent most of my life with this woman mm-hmm. and I don't want to live without her. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And they approved it. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, so he actually wants to go when she goes. That's and so I, romantic. It is, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I heard I, the whole story, and I was like, man, like, it actually kind of teared me up a little bit. Like, just listening to him, and I was like, 
Jesus Christ. I love Andrea. But you also have kids to live happen? for. Yeah. If they don't have kids. No, no, they like, do, but they're all older. Yeah, well, that's and what I'm saying. You're, if you don't have kids that are depending on you. Yeah. Yeah. Then and you want to go, go. It's fucking crazy, though. You know, that's a that's a crazy... That's... The, the, that's a love beyond love, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's pretty that's pretty wild. How do you feel about it, Adele? Do you think people should have the right to just physician like you like like not just to kill themselves, but in this capacity too, like in a controlled capacity? Like if you're sick to the point where you're not gonna get better. Then that's yeah, that's I, that's I, usually that's, what assisted suicide yeah, is. Yeah. I, I understand that, yeah. Yeah. But what if, what if you have a mel- mental illness? And you just, you're not able to get better. You Let's say you've been struggling with depression for 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. How is that different? See, and that's the thing. That's that's the part where people don't see it so that it, they, don't, yeah. they don't really consider it. We talked about that before, too. Like, and uh, there was a, well, it was happened a few months ago there when I got, when I got sick. And that mm-hmm. doctor was basically like, no, you're just sick because you're fat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck. Like. You know, and that guy, he had, he still got free fucking rent upstairs in my head. Mm-hmm. And he's the reason why I've been doing so well losing the weight, too, right? Because mm-hmm. I, when something like that happens, I, I, I love vengeance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just that whole, you know, fuck you attitude, you know? Like, sure. when, when someone says they can't do something, I want to do it. And mm-hmm. I want to do it better than them. Like, yeah. you know, and that's kind of what happens with me. But I was fucked up, though. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say I wasn't. Like, there yeah. was one Friday, I had, I had a breakdown, man. Like, I was like, I just started a new career. I was, I'm fucking 40 years old and just started a whole new career. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know? And then on top of that, you know, this fucking doctor being a douche and, you know, me already sitting there trying to lose weight and then just being told that I'm sick yeah. because I'm fat. And that wasn't the case at all because Adele and Andrea got sick like two days after me mm-hmm. with the exact same fucking thing so it was yeah yeah it was a little irritating but the whole assisted thing though like um I, yeah i don't know where the where the line's drawn right because if someone says you're never going to get better you know like even with schizophrenia or whatever yeah. right that's a thing that uh, it's hard another thing is doctors take an oath to do no harm so there are some doctors that see this as helping people and there are other doctors who won't do it. Yeah. They're, they'll basically say, go somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. they won't do it. Yeah. Because they see that as harming. The patient, yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. That is a, it's a tricky one, man. It it's is a tricky a hard one. one. I hope I never have to make that choice, you know? Me either. But you never know, right? There's, <laughs> yeah. There's some weird shit that happens out there. There's not much you can do. Yeah. I agree. Right? Like, if I ever got hurt to the point where, like, I wasn't ever going to be out of a bed again, mm-hmm. I, I probably wouldn't want to want to live, you know? Like no, if we'd I get was you one of those coma. lazy boys with wheels on it and lights yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> Hydraulics. <laughs> yes. Stereo system. Yeah. I'd be sad because I couldn't wire it up myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, this, this one's one from that um, I'm always fascinated and talk to about people because uh, there's stuff that... You know, for me, it's personal. Um, but death penalty. Mm. Um, in Canada, we don't have it. Mm-hmm. I think we should. I really do. And I don't just think it's for the root. Um, 
you know, I think it is for rapists and, and pedophiles and stuff. I, I, I truly believe that, you know, that should happen. But even people that kill people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, I think so. Um, and uh, that belief isn't very tolerated in my family. Mm-hmm. Because I have a brother that killed someone. Mm-hmm. And he's in jail for murder. And I think he should die for it. You know, I think he took a life. I think he should die for it. You know, he's not a good person. Hasn't been for a long time. And uh, I I just don't think any kind of jail or rehabilitation would do anything. Mm -hmm. I think there's, say, um, you kill someone in self-defense. Do you think that's different? Well, do you think the person? Yes and no. Like, that's the thing is there. That's up to a jury to decide. Yeah. That's up to a judge to okay. decide, right? For for me, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know, you killed someone, so yeah, you got to die. Like, you know, if you're yeah. if you're if you're trying to save yourself and you end up killing somebody because yeah. they're attacking you, I I no, I don't yeah. think that you should die for that. Okay. But if you just straight up sneak into somebody's house and start stabbing them. Okay. Yeah, I get know, that. Because they owe you thirty dollars. Then. <clears throat> yeah. There's. Here's how I feel about it. And, and it, Adele brings up a really, really valid point here. Is that there's, this is a spectrum, right? Like there's not, there's, it's a case-by-case scenario. And I don't have enough faith in our justice system as it stands today to be able to, there's a dog hitting the mic stand, yeah. everybody, sorry. Um, I don't have enough faith in our justice system to be able to make these calls. And I don't think... I think those calls need to be made by people much smarter than a jury of my peers. I don't. I don't think. That, but I, at the same time, I also know that bad people exist. They're evil. There is evil out there. That is a real thing. And again, we're very far removed from it in most of our day to day lives because life in right now in general is quite good. But um, but there are people out there who need to die. They yeah. there just are. There's bad so, people out there's there. There's some real, real, real bad people out there. And people who have done violence to me that I, I had, I've had, i done violence to in return, that, you know, that those people, if I had had the means, I probably would have... I, it's very likely I could have killed someone in, in at some point in my life, or I may in the future, because I put myself in situations where I put myself between bad people and people who aren't able to defend themselves, capable yeah. of defending themselves. So, I mean, that's what I do for a living, basically, is I, I put myself between bad people and good people. And it's, um, but but I don't I don't have enough faith in the Canadian justice system to, to make the call, should this person live or die? I don't have enough faith. It's flawed. It's messed up. It's, there's, there's really, really smart people who know how to kind of game that system and mm-hmm. can manipulate it so that well, innocent people get off and then, yeah. in, or that innocent people could end up killed by the death penalty, which yeah. has happened and it does happen and it's fucked up. So, it's a Do tough one. Do you think that convicted um, rapist shouldn't be put in solitary? Um, well, okay. Here's I've got I've got a lot of thoughts on this topic too. Yeah. I have friends who work in corrections. So now, th- this idea that um, you just get passed around in prison is not it's not quite as true as it used to be, um, it, especially not in Canada. Um, you don't, if you're a bad person, like in, let's say you've raped children or something like that and you end up in prison, yes, you were not well liked by the general prison population and yes, they may segregate you. Um, but it's, 
this kind of this notion that like it's just a free for all in in North American prisons is not entirely true. Mm-hmm. Um, there are obviously bad and horrible things that go down in prisons um, in North America, but it's not quite as true as it used to be. Basically, they even have like there's like educational videos that they'll make inmates watch and stuff like that. Like this is how to avoid being raped in prison. Like don't accept gifts from people. Don't accept you know like nobody's your friend in here. Mm-hmm. Basically, is these videos you know. That it's like an orientation video for prisoners. I've watched one; it's messed up. But you know, this is a this is a thing. And I, I yeah, I mean, yes, you need to segregate these bad people from one another. You do. I think more letting them sort it out amongst themselves. I don't think it really helps anything. Letting a rapist suffer the the consequences of general population in a prison, I don't think is help. What is that helping? You know. I don't, I, it's, it's because maybe one of those, maybe the bad person that does something to him gets away with it and he gets released anyway. You're just making bad people worse. That's how I feel That's about it. That's what jail is, though. Well, yes. Yes and no. Yeah. No, it is. Like, I've been to jail, so I know. I, I, sure. I learned more stuff on how to get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, criminal school, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, and I could have chose a path where I could have been a fucking criminal when I got out, but I chose not to because mm. I really liked freedom. Right, so so then so then we're both right in this situation, right? Where prison had the opposite effect on you. You are living proof that in fact that prison can reform people. Yeah. And then there's people who just if you let the animals just be animals, you know what I mean? Maybe you don't get a version of you that comes out of prison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe well, you don't get the the John the John Colberts that come out of prison that raise wonderful families and, you know, keep a wonderful home and and enrich other people's lives, you know. Maybe you don't get that if you let them all just work it out like prison well, prison rules. You know. That's the thing, though, is that there was a lot of shady shit that I seen. In like, I was there for ten months. There was mm-hmm. a lot of shady shit that I seen, and there was a lot of stuff I was even uh, asked to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I did it, I got some cigarettes or something like that. And you know, it was one of those things where I had to make that choice: do I do it? And follow that path or do I do this and follow this path right Mm -hmm. and in that time you know I did education instead I worked out I I chose a different path Mm -hmm. you know but mainly it was because of my brothers and my older sister Mm -hmm. and I saw the lives that they had and I didn't want that life and then I realized that I was fucking going there like I'm I'm there I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm in it so you, what do I do? You know, do I decide I'm going to, you know, fuck up or do I decide to fucking smarten up? Right. Mm-hmm. And it took that. It, it took that. And it was my mom. I probably wouldn't even have went to jail, but it mm-hmm. was my mom that actually told the judge, I don't want him back. Yeah. Like, I don't want him back in the house. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I ended up going for as long as I did. And I, I hated her for it when it first happened. But now I thank her for it. You mm-hmm. know, like it's a whole different story. But yeah, there was just a whole, you know. And when you grow up with brothers that are eleven years older than you, mm-hmm. you know, you you look up to them. They're they're an adult figure to you. You know, like sure. it's it's one of those things where you know, and like they were trying to give me advice when I was going in. Like that's the thing is you know, you win your first fight. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you do, and you don't let anyone fuck around. You know, you make sure when you're walking down the halls, you walk on an angle so that way you can see everybody when they're coming, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And you let people know that you're David's brother. 
Yeah. You know, and that was actually a thing. Mm-hmm. I could say, yeah, you know, I was David's brother, and all of a sudden they were like, they were like, oh, really? It was like, yeah, oh man, I did some time with him here. Mm-hmm. You know, it lended and, you some some street credibility, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. But, and I thought to myself, that's where you're helping me, mm-hmm. at the worst worst possible time in my life. Yeah. That's where he helps me. You know what I mean? That's not good. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know. Yeah. Like, but, you know, all this advice, I took it, and I did it. You know, like, guy started shit. I think it was the second day in. Mm-hmm. I, I fought. I won. Yeah. You know, that's that's what you had to do. Yeah. But it was kind of crazy, the stuff that, you know, the stuff that you had. It's a different life in there. Yeah. But I think some of that prison justice, um, there's even a code there, right? And pedophiles and rapists are definitely low low hanging fruit yeah you know and if they get a shot in the mouth i don't feel bad about it at all yeah let's let's not let's not uh misconstrue my, what i was saying I, I don't feel bad if a if a pedophile who has made victims out of children if that person suffers some ill fate i'm not gonna lose sleep over it yeah but i wouldn't voluntarily put them in that situation like throw them to the wolves so to speak i don't think that that's right see i would that's that's I think that's the evilness in me. A little if I bit. had more faith in, in, if I had more faith in our justice system, I could be like, yeah, okay, well, then that this is a case that warrants the death penalty. Yeah. So I have no issue really with the death penalty. I have more of an issue with our our flawed justice system doling that punishment out to the wrong person. So what about the pig farmer in BC? That guy's recent. He was a serial pig killer, farm? right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So he was death penalty, right? Hold on. What? Yeah, so there was yeah. a serial killer in BC who had, they found a number of bodies on, he had a pig farm. Okay. So he was using the pig farm basically to dispose of bodies, um, feeding them to the animals, and there was remains of a lot of people on his land or whatever. So, so horrific, horrific story. Yes, if, the, if again, if I had faith in the justice system, to, to because you can't just think of the, the death penalty on a case-by-case basis. Right. Right? It has to be, you have to think, if you're, as soon as you apply it to law, it has to be able to apply to everybody. Yeah. And it can't because the, the, the system can be manipulated. Right? So this is where I take issue with the death penalty. So no, I don't think we should have the death penalty in Canada, not without massive reform in our justice system first, but I have no issue with people like that dying. Yes, we've been talking for a long time again. Uh, Andrea <laughs> just texted me. She oh, said, did she? Yeah. Is it summertime? Yeah, she actually said <laughs> dinner's ready. Sweet. So, but actually, that was our last topic. Oh, yeah. perfect. What do you think about it real quick? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, people deserve to die. Some people do. And it is a case-by-case situation, and it's really hard to apply that to the law. Scary. Scary thought. But, you know, there's bad people out there. There is. There's terrifying people out there. But there's good people in here. There is. Makes me yeah. feel nice inside. Yeah. I'm very happy to have been here with you guys. Yeah, today. man. Well, thanks for that doing really the triggered fun. episode. Yeah, that was, was fun. That was definitely fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks. I guess we'll wrap it up. Thanks yeah. again, James. My pleasure. Hey, listen, everybody that's listening, you just immediately go and hit like on the Facebook page of this podcast, oh. like I did, much too late, and subscribe <laughs> on subscribe on not just one platform, but subscribe on all of them, because you need to just hit that follow on Spotify and iTunes and everything. Wherever else you guys find this podcast, just follow it on all of them. There's so many now. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I think we've got 11. Yeah, 11 different places you can find us. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, this is a cool podcast. Thanks for letting me be part of it. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thanks, Piper.
<laughs> little pipes for snorting up a storm while we're trying to talk about serious topics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, guys. Definitively Uncertain is taking a break for a month to get ahead in recording and in topics. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, give us a like and a share. Or you can visit our Patreon link and help support us at the podcast. If you've got ideas for topics, we would love to hear them. You can message us through Facebook, or you can email us at definitivelyuncertain at gmail.com. Hope you guys have an awesome day, and we will talk to you next time.